Eric Kraft and the coffee Kraft and we're gonna drink some coffee and talk about stuff and then Kraft. Wow, that was, that was cool. You're, you're welcome. That was intense. Thanks, man. My pleasure. Hey, uh, welcome to Coffee with Kraft with our first ever theme song? Question mark. Um, I'm your host, Kraft. It still feels weird every time I say it. I don't like it. Um, but I love doing this, and I'm glad you're here. I'm joined this week by uh, a good friend of mine. I've known him since he was a little senior in high school. Was I a senior? You were a senior or a junior, one of the two. I think you were a senior because you were trying to graduate. That's true. And like, I was, you never yeah, went to yeah, school. Yeah. That's, yep, yep. Uh, I remember that vividly. Like You just stopped going to school, <laughs> and your mom got like, real mad at you. Sounds about right. But anyway, uh, his name is Ethan. What's up, Ethan? How you doing? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. So, Ethan, because you're kind of one of my, like, more obscure guests on the podcast, <laughs> I want to know, tell my friends at the table with us, like, a little bit about yourself and who you are and what you do. Um, like Kraft said, my name is Ethan. Um, I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville. Or a little bit south of Nashville. A town called Franklin. That's where all the rich people. Where live, all right? the rich people live, and too many Californians and tourists, and it's weird, <laughs> but it's adorable. Um, so I live in I live in Nashville, Franklin. What I said, not Nashville. Um, and I live the dream. You know, live the dream. Live the dream. What do you do? Like, what's your nine to five? My nine to five, which is more like seven to one in the morning. Seven to one? Um, I, I work for a remodel company okay. as a contractor, so I break stuff, and then I build more stuff. And, you build more stuff. And then make things look pretty, and get to use my hands. Do you make things look real pretty? I do. I'll show you pictures later. That'd be really awesome. So you, so you went to Nashville instead of going to college. Like I very like vividly remember, like I was an intern at a church we both were at, called Montgomery Community. I was a junior in college, you were a senior in high school, and it's like the big decision of like every senior's like, what are we gonna do when we graduate? And you looked at everybody and said, not going to college. Yeah. Um, so why didn't you go to college? Like what are you what have you been doing like instead? So the plan was originally I was gonna go to college. Um, and I was gonna go to music school. Okay. Like I was gonna do the whole orchestral thing. I was gonna go get a music performance degree and right. hopefully just play. Um, and the more I like thought about that and like processed that, I was like, oh, that's four years of my life and you know, at least a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> and then I'm going to go play music for a living and make no money and make no money. <laughs> um, so I was like, I don't want to do that. And I couldn't think of anything else that I was like, I want to go to college and spend all this time and money on. So I decided, why don't I just go somewhere else and try different things and so I went to where the music is. Went to Nashville. I went to Nashville. Because that's where the music lives. Because that's where the music lives. We live, breathe music. I think that's the slogan. Live, breathe music, Nashville. Nashville. Um, it's like a McDonald's The slogan. Windy City. <laughs> I thought it was Chicago. Same thing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I moved to Nashville. Um, and I originally moved down to work at a church. Uh-huh. Um, and I did that for maybe like three months um, and from the church I got plugged in at a uh, nonprofit that works out of, a, out of a housing community called Weary um, and so I lived and worked there 
for a year. Oh, wow. Uh, which was super cool because they paid my housing and I was broke. So Free housing is the bomb. That was great. <laughs> um, so I did that for a long time. Not a long time, it was a year. Uh, and that was super cool. And that's kind of how I got started in construction. Cause, um, so like we would have mission teams and like churches and like yeah. college groups and stuff would come in mainly during the summer. Um, and they'd come and help us rehab all the homes. Um, so the property uh, is old military housing. Right. So these little red brick ranches, and they were like super dilapidated and falling apart. And some of them were actively falling apart. I think, I don't know if we knocked any of them down while I was there. Uh, but like there, there were some like uh, concrete pads where like there were houses that we took down and yeah. we repurposed it for other things that we did in the That's community. That's super neat. Yeah, so we did that, um, and they'd help us, you know, like gut homes and then hang drywall and paint terribly and that kind of stuff. And that was super cool, and I enjoyed that a lot. It was always fun to um, meet uh, these groups from all over the country. Yeah. Uh, and I was 18 at the time, so I was, like, really excited about anything. Um, and it was always fun when we had uh, older groups who the people working for me were a lot older. Right. Um, and I, I don't look like a young, young buck. No, you look like a 30 year old man. Yeah, I look like, I look <laughs> old. Um, and so groups would always be like, oh dude, how old are you? And I'd be like, how old do you think I am? And they'd be like, oh, like, oh I'm 27, blah, blah. I'd be like, okay. Uh, and then like we worked the whole, whole week and then at the end of the week I'd be like, guys, I have a confession. I'm only 18. They'd be like, what? Ah! Like, lose your mind. Mind blown. Yeah. Because I, I realized very early on, um, like, when you, especially with things like that where people come and serve. Yeah. For whatever reason, um, with that kind of work they have in their minds, like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Right. So, like, we'd have teams come in and there'd be, like, you know, these youth leaders and these pastors and stuff, like, these men who yeah. were like, oh, I know how to do all this construction stuff. And they didn't, so like, <laughs> there's a very certain way I had to do things, and they would screw it up, and it was like, I, you need to listen to me, but right. they're not going to listen to some kid. So if I didn't seem like a kid, or tell them I was a kid, they just kind of didn't assume. Right. And it worked out really well. And, yeah. That's crazy, man. So, you worked in the housing community for a little bit, and then now you live in Franklin, and you still work in the whole construction aspect and you got some pretty dope tattoos i have have some pretty dope tattoos so there's one tattoo that i would <laughs> love for you to share the story of uh i think you know what tattoo i'm referring to because it's it's just a hilarious tattoo that you have and i really appreciate it well thank you um so i have a tattoo of a chicken with its head cut off with its head cut off i i named it uh, her name is wilhelmina her name is Wilhelmina. Her name is Wilhelmina. Yeah, it's a female chicken named Wilhelmina. Yeah, we'll get to that too. Um, <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, um, uh, one of my really good friends, uh, his name is Matthew, uh, it was his birthday, and me and my roommate uh, decided we were going to take him to go get a tattoo, and we were going to pay for it and like just get something cool. And then as we were talking, we were like, oh, well, we all want to get tattoos, because tattoos are dope right um and we we ended up deciding we were going to get uh matching tattoos and there's a thing that matthew always says uh he says uh see what comes what happens you know talking about like 
you know, things are kind of going to crap, and like, oh, it works, everyone's, ah, oh, just see what comes, what happens, and it's just it's a funny little thing he says. Yeah. Um, and then when we got to the t- tattoo shop, he's like, guys, I want to get the chicken with its head cut off. The chicken? The chicken with its head cut off. There is a V chicken. Yeah, so this was an idea that my roommate uh, came up with like two and a half years ago when I first met him. Uh, we we had found out about a chicken named Mike. Who, the chicken's name was Mike? His name is Mike, Mike the Chicken. Um, and I think it was like the 50s. Um, he like he was taken, like had his head cut off because he was going to be eaten and right. all that stuff. Uh, but he didn't die. Uh, however, his head was cut off. It like left just enough of his brainstem that he was still a chicken. <laughs> so like he would walk around That's and so it was good. fine. Um, and the family like kept him because they have a headless chicken that's walking around like why wouldn't you keep that and they fed him with an eyedropper and stuff and like would take him to fairs and junk um and he lived for like 18 months until one night he died and, like choked in his sleep um very sad rest in peace mike rest in peace mike My heart goes the out headless you. chicken from the 50s this is a real thing like people can google about mike the headless chicken yeah you can go find videos i think I think it's either in Utah or like Arizona. There's like a festival for Mike, which That's I want to so, go to. So crazy. Um, but yeah, so we found out about this, and then that night my roommate had a dream about Mike, and he he had gotten a tattoo to commemorate Mike's legacy or something. So the next morning he woke up and we were sharing a room, which made it awkward because I woke up and he was standing there. He's like, <laughs> he's like, Ethan, I had a dream. I was like, all right. Um, and so he had a dream that he had a tattoo of Mike the Chicken. Um, and now you do. And now we do. So <laughs> it, it like became a thing. Like he'd always tell people that he wanted to get this tattoo. And our friend Matthew was like, I like, I want to get this. So we show we show up at the tattoo shop. Uh, we decided to get the, the chicken. Uh, side story. So the tattoo shop we went to, um, we like it was it's pretty busy, and they primarily do like American traditional style. Okay. Um, and there was a, uh, anyway, like the ownership changed hands and stuff and like there's this young guy who owns it now and we met his dad. And his dad, he was like 74, they're from Brooklyn, like he was super cool. We're sitting down uh, in a waiting room watching golf. Yeah. Uh, and he, he just pulls up a chair and he's like, this is my spot right here. And, he starts watching golf with us, and then he's like asking us questions. He's like, so you guys get tattoos and stuff? And we're like, yeah. He's like, what are you going to get? Um, and my roommate said, uh, we're all getting a chicken with its head cut off. And he was like, I don't get that, but sure. Um, <laughs> and he was, telling, like, he was, he was super nice. Um, we were asking like, how he likes Nashville and stuff, because he, he had just moved there yeah. a couple years ago um, from Brooklyn. Uh, and his biggest complaint was the food. In Nashville, he's like, I love the people. People are so nice, but all anyone eats is chicken, and I'm sick and tired of chicken. That's fair. There's a lot of chicken. There's in a Nashville. lot of chicken, and it was just really ironic because we we're getting you're getting chicken tattoos. Yeah, that was really ironic. Um, so he was super cool. Also found out that he owns the West End in downtown Nashville, and he just casually threw that in there. And we're like, what? You own the West End? The West. Weston, the Weston Hotel. That's crazy. It was wild. Um, the Weston Hotel. That's yeah, nuts. so we go and we get these tattoos, um, and our our tattoo artist was really good. He was really, he was really fun. He was another crazy man. Had a lot of wild stories, but he actually used to raise chickens. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's so many people There's connected to so, the chicken story. So many chickens. <laughs> um, Sid so used to raise chickens, and like specifically, he would raise chickens that like nobody wanted. Like where wherever he was, and like where like wherever he would get these chickens, like yeah. there was like there was like a chicken nursery or something. And so there'd be a lot of chickens that were like a chicken nursery, diseased and like oh. hurt and stuff. And he would pick out the the. Um, what do you say, like the most unlovable chicken or something? Because he's like, people are gonna, people are gonna adopt the cute ones and stuff. And I was like, it's a chicken. I don't really understand. But he would, he would buy these like mangled, dying chickens, and then you know have them free on his farm. He'd take care of himself, which was super sweet and like, whatever. Uh, but he told me a story about this one chicken named Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina. And she died. And all this stuff and it's super sad and then I decided I was like I'm gonna name my chicken Wilhelmina so your chicken is named Wilhelmina in honor of the tattoo artist chicken yes wow yep that's crazy dude yep I'm like man that's nuts so what's your so I've been to Nashville like a few times it's one of like my favorite cities to go visit I love Tennessee yeah what's your favorite thing about Nashville my favorite thing about Nashville um honestly so I live outside of Nashville, like I said. Right. And I tried to not go into Nashville uh, for three reasons. First off, traffic is garbo. That's true. The, the infrastructure in the city can't handle the amount of people that have moved there and stay. And, like, it's such a touristy place. Right. So, like, the roads are not big enough for the number of cars that are in the city. <laughs> so it's just a pain. Um, and then, B, you get all these tourists who come for the sole purpose of like just losing their minds right. downtown like they go to Broadway and like Nash Vegas which is where all the bars and like the cool clubs and stuff are yeah um, and there's some like there's some nice things there and like some cool bands but most of the time it's just these booze wagons you know like these little carts that like they're pedal powered yeah and so there's one poor soul who gets to drive it and then you have a bachelor party that's not driving they're just just Blaster. drinking, and I'm always amazed because they don't like seatbelt them in. They're just sitting on these little like bicycle seats, drinking. But they don't fall off. Going anything. down the road, and it's like, how do you not fall off? It it blows my mind. Um, and then it's just there's a lot of like weird kind of trashy things in Nashville. It's Is a, there? It's a very uh, hipster bougie city, but some things are like not fun it's just like it's the in thing yeah like there's a lot of like coffee shops that are like cool but it's not they're not good it's like they're they just look cool yeah and there's a lot of like poor quality stuff yeah so i try to avoid nashville unless people come to town and like hey let's go to nashville and i'm like are you sure (laughs) there's franklin i live in this cute little small town there's cooler stuff here you know so we have authors and musicians that live in our town yeah like i run in the random weird people all the time yeah like christian artists they're everywhere really they're everywhere yeah um, you ever run into like a kenny chesney down there no i did um oh crap who was it uh brad paisley comes into this coffee shop i go to a lot and he's very unassuming um like he just walks around like he's not brad paisley yeah like i always picture him in a like cowboy hat and like whatever but he like looked like a dad I was like, who is this guy? Like, he looked familiar, and I was like, 
who is this fat man ordering, <laughs> you know, a cortado or whatever? If Brad Paisley listens to this podcast, he's going to be so insulted. Yeah, I'm sorry, Brad. Uh, but then, like, one of the baristas is like, do you know who that is? And I was like, no. And turns out it was Brad Paisley, and it was just a weird little moment where I was like, oh, he's super famous. <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, that's nuts. So, um, you come back to Cincinnati, like, frequently, right? Uh, it's been, like, once a month for once a while. Once a month for a little while here? Which, I, I love Cincinnati. I, this is where my family is. And yeah. I have a lot of good memories and stuff. I was actually here a month ago. Um, I brought a friend up. She was playing a couple house shows. Mm-hmm. I was, like, semi-tour managing, um, which was kind of fun. Uh, but like we were just driving on downtown and I felt so nostalgic because it was like it, for whatever reason it made me think of like little kid Ethan like going to the museum and yeah. stuff and like oh it was so much fun it's like I love Cincinnati um, I I don't know if I'll ever move back yeah it's just because like there's a lot cooler places in the world that's fair Cincinnati it's one of those places you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. You know, uh, I was watching on Netflix the other week. It was the TV show The Good Place. Um, okay. Anyway, it's about like when you die, you go to heaven or hell. Yeah. But in this show, it's either the good place or the bad place. Gotcha. Uh, and this lady goes to the good place completely on accident. Like she was supposed to go to the bad place. Like she was not supposed to get into heaven. And so she's there and she's like freaking out because she's afraid she's going to get caught and sent to the bad yeah. place. That's the whole like premise of the show. She's like, I was a medium person. Anyone who is a medium person just needs to spend eternity in Cincinnati. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, that couldn't be like a more real quote about Cincinnati. If you're a medium person, I don't know how I feel about that though. (laughs) So, Ohio is a weird place. Yeah. um, Because there's things like Cincinnati and Columbus, which are which are awesome cities. Yeah, Cleveland's pretty cool. And then you have, like, Cedar Point and, like, music parks and whatever. But everything else is just corn. Like, yes. Li- like, this is not a stereotype. It's just corn. That's all Ohio is. You have three C's and a giant, you know, however many square miles of corn. Right. And then there's that one city in the middle. It's, like, Dayton. It's just kind of there. Yeah. In the mid- it's like you're driving through corn, 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 corn. Dayton, Ohio. Corn, 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 corn. corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cleveland. <laughs> I love corn. Corn is... I love corn. Right. Corn's great. Corn's wonderful. Um, but Ohio's one of those places where, like, I don't think anyone understands the Midwest. Because Ohio's, like, your quintessential Midwest state. It is. You know what I mean? Um, and I'll tell people I'm from Ohio. Oh, for the longest time. So when I moved to Tennessee, it was when the whole, like, uh, Cincinnati Zoo Harambe thing was happening. Uh. So I told people, like, oh, like, you know, where are you from? And like, oh, I'm from Cincinnati. And they're like, look, Harambe? Exactly. No one cared about the Cincinnati Zoo. No one cared about anything about this gorilla until it randomly became a meme. And then everyone's up in arms. It's weird because I was like, I'm pretty sure I like fed him peanuts or something when I was a kid. <laughs> so it was kind of semi-emotional for me. You cried a little bit? Maybe. A tear? And then people like voted Harambe for president and stuff. And I just wrote my own self in for, for president this Did you really? Year. I did. Wow. Like, I walked in and I looked at all my options and I went... I don't think I can vote for anybody. And then I just wrote myself in. Crap for president. I went, here you go. And I just walked out. That's amazing. Someone asked me on the way out, who'd you vote for? Myself? What? 
Yeah, I'm just like, I'm going for myself. I got in my little Ford Focus with two missing hubcaps and drove off. Did you get stoned by all the other voters? No. That's hilarious. I think I just left the like the one old guy who asked me who I voted for in shock. Oh like he stood God. there with his cane and was like, is this young lad being serious? <laughs> I uh, kind of forgot to vote. Um, I believe that about you. I was really excited because... It was your like, first election, right? I was old enough to vote, and I was like, I can make a difference. Obviously, our choices were uh, not ideal. Yeah. But I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then I remember I woke up one morning, and it was like, Trump is president. And I was like, wait. I didn't vote. I'm supposed to vote. <laughs> you forgot to vote. I forgot to vote. That's insane. Uh... So, I've known you since you were like 17 years old. Yeah. I was thinking about that when, before you came over today. I was like, man, like, I remember Ethan when, like, he was just running around being goofy all the time. Young like, and clean and young, bushy eyes. You had, like, Ethan, you can't see him now. You'll see it in the picture on Instagram. Has this huge beard now. It's not huge. Well, like, it's more beard than I have. And your hair is stupid long. It's pretty long. Like, you used to just be, like, very short, like... Not a buzz cut, but a very clean cut. Now it's just like, dude, are you partying all the time? <laughs> yeah. I I keep joking with people because, like, I started growing up my hair, and they're like, oh, you're trying to, like, you know. My roommate has really long hair. He does. I've he, seen the pictures. He has mermaid hair. Um, and so people kind of mess with me, like, oh, you're trying to be like Nathan? I was like, no, I just don't want to get a haircut because I don't want to, A, like, you know, spend 12 bucks on a haircut, B, like, I, I don't know. Uh, and the only reason I have a beard is because I hate shaving, so... So this is all laziness. It's literally, I'm just a lazy human being <laughs> and don't want to groom myself. That's funny, man. That's, that's insane. Gosh. Well, man, uh, Ethan, this has been a whole lot of fun. It's been a pleasure. You, you coming on the show and just chatting about stories from Nashville. And yeah. The life of Ethan Brewer. I think that's what we're going to... We're just going to title this episode, whatever it is, uh, The Story of Ethan Brewer. I think this is episode eight. That sounds legendary. If I, if I remember. <laughs> that'll, be the, that'll be the description. That sounds legendary. It sounds like a Ethan folk Brewer. ballad. <laughs> uh, so, hey, man, I want to say thank you for coming on. This has been a very different episode of Coffee with Crafts because you're just, like, telling stories, but I love it. Like, it's, it's been a whole lot of fun. So thanks, man. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course. Hey, uh, my name's Eric. Craft, you hang out with me every week on the Coffee with Craft show. I just want to say I appreciate you and that I hope you come back next week. I hope you pour yourself another cup of coffee and I hope you'll sit down for another conversation on the Coffee with Craft podcast. I'll see you next time.